Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. On today's episode, I have Shauna Astin with Mountain Melds, um, her small business here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And she does permanent jewelry, really focuses on building community, doing it at events. Um, she's just a wonderful, wonderful woman. And I can't wait to share this episode with you. All right. I have Shauna Aston with me today with Mountain Melds, which is something that's really cool that's popped up here in, in Coeur d'Alene, and I'm guessing everywhere, but it is permanent jewelry. Um, so welcome. Thanks so much for joining me. Hi, yes. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast appearance. So well, fantastic. I'm so glad <laughs> I got to be the first one. <laughs> yes, I'm so nervous. So <laughs> No, it's super easy. You know, it's, there's no crowd. We, we can't see the people that are watching us. So that's, that's good. true. That's true. <laughs> so um, tell me a little bit about before we get into your business and what you do, tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself and like who you are. Yeah. So um, I'm Shauna. Uh, I am a stay at home mom to two little kids. I've been staying home with my babies for the last, well, my son's three and a half. So last three and a half years. And, um, before that I was just doing administrative work for, um, a local home builder around here. We've been living back in the Coeur d'Alene area for the last five years now. Um, okay. I grew up here, born and raised, graduated from CHS and everything, but I'm from Southern Arizona. So okay. it's been kind of a different change, you know, in the last few years with the winter and everything, <laughs> I'm loving the sunshine. I have all my windows open today to let all the sunshine in you know, I love it, but yeah. Except for like you, hopefully you don't have them actually like open. Oh no, no. Just the, <laughs> the windows. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cause I went out to, the, I went to the gym and I drove to the gym and I was like, oh man, it is eight degrees out. Yeah. I had to pick up my son from preschool and getting out of the car. I was like, okay, but we got to get buckled. We got to get buckled. Cause I'm freezing. Freezing. <laughs> yeah. Like I need to get back in the car with the seat heaters and all of that. <laughs> So I guess now tell us a little bit about what you do, your business, um, which is really cool. I was just talking to a friend about it. I, I could probably do like the bracelet or something, but like, I am like super like anxious and I would like be like, okay, I can't get it oh, off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have no, I friends that it. are like huge fans and have like, are equipped the whole thing. So tell us a little bit about your business and what it is. Yeah. So permanent jewelry, if you don't know, is, um, it's like regular jewelry, just there's no clasp. So um, what takes place of the clasp is I have these rings that I um, custom fit the chain to you and whatever, you know, as tight or as loose as you want it, like we can make as many adjustments. And then once you're satisfied with how it feels, then I do a spot weld with a micro welder. Yeah. So that um, is what keeps it on permanently. You're not taking it on and off. Um, I've had people with like arthritis and everything in their hands that they really like it because you know they can't really do the clasps and all that and I mean it is a trendy thing like it's not just for you know medical purposes I guess but. I know but I love I love when I see something new in and I, and I know there's just like there's like only two or three of you guys that do that in in Coeur d'Alene area mm -hmm. 
um, which I think it's cool when someone's like, you know what, we need to bring more variety to these smaller, t- I mean, Coeur d'Alene's getting big now, but right. I love the you and then the how, so you don't have a facility. So tell us how you like, someone's like, oh my gosh, this sounds really cool. I want to do this. How, how do you operate your business? Yeah. So I actually rent a station out of the Hawaiian sun salon in Coeur d'Alene. That's kind of over by target. And, um, so I just do appointments there. Um, usually on weeknights and weekends, just due to my husband's schedule, you know, I stay home with my kids. So it's kind of around when I can get away and everything, but so I do appointments, I do pop-ups. Um, people may have seen, you know, me working with a few other local businesses. Um, I know you go to cycle bar and stuff. Yeah. Or yeah and you actually had, um, Casey and Nicole on your podcast. I listened to that one and you're wonderful. Yeah. That whole group. Awesome. Well, then I, yeah, yeah, I think, I think what I love what you and few other small business owners do is that you use these pop-ups or another way to build the community and getting to like network in a cool, really like fun way too. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. It's, I don't know. Cause I'm not, I didn't grow up here, so I don't have like those ties to the area. I mean, my husband has his friends and we'll go out in public and he sees people and he knows people, but I just don't have that here. And so it's been really fun to just like get out of the house and it's kind of just my own thing that I do. And, um, it's just been so fun to meet people. And it makes me realize that Coeur d'Alene is a lot smaller than what I thought it was. You know, everyone knows everyone. There's all these little connections and it's just so fun to meet people and then be like, oh yeah, I heard about you from this person. Or, um, I have someone, an event that I'm doing next week and she's like, oh yeah. And someone else that I did an event for, they're like, she recommended me to you. So, or recommended it is, it is. Me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's better than any Google review or Facebook review. Yeah. Like it is community and building that community, which I think is great. Um, and I've seen you do a few, uh, pop-ups and then you have that, you said that big event coming up. I, I think I was, I was looking at that and there's quite a few other vendors as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one in two weekends. Are you talking about the garment? CD yeah. Garment yeah. One? yeah. So they actually had one of these vendor markets, um, in December, like that week before Christmas, but I was gone out of town, um, visiting family. So I didn't get to do that one. So when I saw they were doing another one, I was like, yes, I want to be part of that. So yeah. So I'll be there on, I think it's February 18th. Awesome. Yeah. And then you did one at nailed it as well. Yes. Rihanna. She is so nice. She is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She is so nice. Her nail studio was just so cute. It was so fun to meet all those women. And I mean, I think it was more beneficial for me because her she's full, like she's booked her appointments are, you know, and she has a wait list and everything. So it wasn't really bringing in clientele for her as much as it was, you know, her clientele coming to me in a way, but it was fun. I was set up like right between her and um, the other nail tech there. So I was just like right in the middle of everything, just chatting with everyone. It was, I love that. I love that. And that's, it's funny when you were saying that, cause you're not like from, from here is that um, my husband's the same way is that, you know, when we go out in public, I'm, I, I know everybody and he's like, Oh yeah. God, can't even go into public. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Trying to get to know more people now though, and kind of make those friendships and build those relationships. And I think just- that, that's a key point, especially for this community. I know a lot of smaller communities, but we are in that mid sizes that I think building relationships and community is so important for yes. your, your business. Yeah, definitely. So let's have a few fun questions. Um, so why, why did you start, why did you start this? Yeah. So, well, I had seen it on, you know, social media, right? Everyone, that's how everyone finds everything. And so I was on Instagram, like 
a year and a half ago. And I had seen, you know, it's on your for you page, just like when you're like scrolling through and it was the permanent jewelry and it was someone down in Utah. And I was like, that is the coolest idea. And so I had sent the business to one of my friends that lives down in Utah. And I was like, next time I come see you, we need to go get permanent jewelry. And she's like, oh yeah, it's so fun. And, um, it just, you know, never happened. And I just kept thinking about it and I kept seeing more and more pop up. And I was like, you know what, I could do that. You know, just like joking to my husband, like I could do that. And he's like, okay, do it. I'm like, I can't do that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'll I can't do it. All right, then do it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and so I kind of played with around with the idea for like almost a year, just oh, like, cause I had looked to see if anyone in the area was doing it and I hadn't seen anyone. And, and, you know, just that kept, it kept like nagging in my mind, like, you should just do it. You should, it'd be fun to like get out of the house and make friends and just kind of yeah. do your own thing. And, um, I kind of started taking a little more seriously at the beginning of summer this last year and um, kept looking, no one around here was doing it. We ended up going down to the street fair um, in downtown Coeur d'Alene. I was like, okay, if someone is doing permanent jewelry here, they're going to be here, right? Because yeah. why would you be? And no one was doing it. So I was like, okay. So it was in August, well, end of July, beginning of August, I started researching seriously, started buying my equipment and practicing on friends and family. And my poor husband, you know, he got decked out with all the jewelry. <laughs> but he would just have me cut off right afterwards because he's not a jewelry guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in September, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to like go public with this. That's when I started renting out that spot at the Hawaiian Sun Salon. And I was like, okay, start taking appointments. I was kind of nervous because I didn't know how it would be received. Because like I said, like no one around here was doing it. So, you know, do people even know what it is? And just kind of trying to yeah. Myself is hard, I think, just because you're scared how people are going to receive it. But I feel like it just kind of took off. And um, there's a few other people that started doing it. And, you know, I think it's just so fun. I know. And and that's a that's always a hard thing because when you have a unique thing you do and there's other businesses that do the same thing, I think sometimes we all get super competitive or you see that like competitiveness. Yeah. I don't feel like it with 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 what I've seen. Cause there, I mean, this, this community is so big. There's so many events, there's yeah. anything happening that I think there's big enough, there's enough room for everybody. Yes. There's totally room for everyone. And that's something that's like, I can't get caught up in the comparison of things. No. I mean, it's like, I feel like it's like hairstylists or nail techs. Like people are going to go to who they go to and personalities and everything. And it's just so many factors play into it that if someone goes somewhere else or they come to me and have gone to someone else, like I don't take offense to it. it I don't, and it doesn't bother me. I feel like if these other permanent jewelry businesses are successful, then I'm going to be successful. And I, that's just kind of the mindset. They I don't have, they don't have time. Everyone doesn't have time to do every, oh, everybody oh. in every event. So yes, exactly. Nice that. Um, yeah. what kind of advice would, so let's just say someone else, you know, not necessarily permanent jewelry, but there is, you know, a, like unique business. Is there a piece of advice you would give someone that's wanting to start something like kind of like that no one else is doing? You're like, all right, kind of stepping out and doing that? Like, do you have a piece of advice for, you know, an individual kind of in a similar situation as you? I think just, I think just do it. You know, I, that was kind of the big thing for me. Like I said, I kind of played with the idea for a little bit and I was, I was scared because like I said, I didn't really know anyone and I didn't know how to be received, but also I, I wouldn't know until I tried. Right. Yeah. So I just, I think that even if maybe if it wasn't successful, it was a learning experience and 
you know, even just meeting a few people. Cause even when I was uh, looking for somewhere to rent, I didn't want to be stuck in like a 12 month contract or anything like that. Cause I was like, well, if it doesn't go good, I don't want to be locked into something that I'm not going to use. And so I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to like, just take that leap of faith and just, especially like, you know, confidence in yourself and just, it's scary, but oh. I, that you're never going to know until you try. And I'm sure you had that too, like starting your podcast and everything. It's like, it's, it's hard. You just don't know until you do it. And I mean, just got to try, I think. Yep, exactly. And then if it fulfills you and gets you excited and you're making money or you're, you're benefiting or building a bigger community or whatever it is, it's, right. it's really worth it. And, and who cares? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the other thing too, because I'm like, it can't be all about them. I mean, I know business, it's a business and I, I am making money and I am, that's the goal. Right. But it's also like not all about the money for me either. Cause like I said, I kind of wanted that sense of community and building these friendships and relationships with it. So it's, you know, I think that's helped with my mentality too, of like the competition mindset. Like I'm not comparing myself to another business because maybe they don't want the same things out of their business that I do. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, being a stay-at-home mom and not have, I mean, it's kind of nice to be able to like have interactions with other people, you know, yes, adult <laughs> conversations. <laughs> yes. That's so nice. And I have friends like that. Too. They're just like, I just want an adult conversation. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I want a conversation. That's not about peanut butter and jelly or chicken nuggets or go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just, it's been so fun. And I think it's really helps, you know, you can't pour from an, pour from an empty cup. Like it fills me up. So that way, when I come home, I can be more present and more yeah. energized for my kids. Cause I've done something for me. So then I can come home to them and give them the, the best version of myself. I love that. I absolutely love. So do you have, I don't know, any future goals for your business? Um, you know, looking forward, is it just something you just, or do you like, do you want to get into a different space or are you wanting to do more bigger events? Like, or are you just like, is this like the perfect amount that you have? Yeah, I, I do want to start doing more events. I think summer's really going to open up a lot more time for me just with my husband's schedule and everything. He does, he's a CPA. So tax season is his busy season. So once the end of April hits, I think I'll have a lot more free time to be doing more events, especially because I feel like a lot of people want to do events like on weekdays during the day. And right now it's just, I can't really do that because my husband's at work and, you know, childcare and everything like that. So I do have a few events that I have my eye on and wait for applications to come out for, for the summer to do that. And there are a few, I mean, yes, permanent jewelry. And that's what I'm focused around. That's why I started, but I do kind of want to maybe add some other products in there eventually and awesome. build that way. But also I'm just kind of taking it week by week, you know, essentially. Cause I know. And I do love that you add the little Idaho in some of those, like the, yes, I love, I that. have one on my. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was actually able to find someone that was making state charms out of the wire. And I was like, could you, and so I like asked her if she could make some tweaks to it, you know, like add that second loop so yeah. I can make a connector and everything. She's like, yeah, totally. And she worked with me on pricing and everything. So they're kind of like custom for my shop. And so, I love that. It's unique. It's something different. It sets you apart from yeah. everybody else. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, people love Idaho. Yes. We're proud when we're from Idaho. <laughs> yes. So I feel like it's done really well. It's just something that's, you know, fun to market too. Like people love to see them. So 
No Let's switch the gears to a little different questions. Um, a little bit more about you. Um, if you could have dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? You know, when I was thinking about this question, I'm like, okay, so I could say something like really cool and, you know, like some historical figure and try to think of something cool. But I think I would just have dinner with, you know, my grandparents. Like one thing that, especially like at Christmas, we went um, to Arizona to see my family and stuff. And just like hearing the stories that my grandparents have to say of like, you know, even when like my dad was a kid or my parents were kids and, or even like when they were teenagers and stuff, I'm like, I just love hearing like kind of like that family history stories and everything, just kind of like what shaped them. And I don't know. So I think yeah, uh, I know it's perfect. So yeah, if just have time with my grandparents, you know, that you just kind of take for granted when you're a kid and growing up because who wants to hang out with grandma right and so yeah it's like they they do when they're young young and then when you're in like that middle school like or older uh, elementary you kind of like do your own thing yeah where it's like okay grandma I've heard that same story like four times and now it's like I should write this down so that way I can remember it <laughs> that's it's so true um so we're going to go have, so you get to have dinner with your grandparents. Where in Coeur d'Alene would you go to, I guess, any meal, dinner or lunch or breakfast? What's your favorite go-to uh, oh. lunch or a restaurant? Izzy's, Izzy's Comfort Kitchen, hands down. I love it. It is so good. <laughs> Every time oh, we go. Tell me about some crab Benedict or something the other day. Oh, I haven't had that yet. I haven't been there for their brunch. We normally go around dinner time just when we can get a babysitter and go out and enjoy some food. Their fried chicken dinner. Oh my gosh. It is so good. Their fried chicken. It's like, it's super crispy and it's so fresh, but it's like a sweet, hot, like the kind of sauce. It's like kind of like a honey, but a hot, I don't know. It is so good. I could eat that weekly. It is <laughs> That's awesome. What is your biggest pet peeve? So this one's lame too, but, um, <laughs> no, I don't like, I, I actually <laughs> like the ones that are like, like just the little annoyance, like he's everyone's yes. like, I'm annoyed when people aren't this and that, but like when it's just yeah. that little thing, it's almost better. <laughs> I hate when my socks, when I can't find the matching sock, like growing up, we, my parents had a sock basket. So I had one. In laundry and they would just throw one socks in there. So you have to like go sift through. And then you just, you always have some random socks. You're like, I can never find the pair. And so something, when I started like doing my own laundry, I would get so annoyed when like one sock would be gone from my laundry. And now that I have, you know, now we're doing laundry for me, my husband, my kids and everything. So yeah, when I'm folding laundry and if there's multiple loads going and I'm folding one load and I can't find the other sock, it just gets on my nerves so bad. Like I get so worked up about it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to miss a sock. And you know, the joke about the dryer eats the socks and they mm -hmm. come back Tupperware lids or something like that. Oh well, God. I have, I have a sock basket as well. Um, do you, how do you deal with the chaos of it? <laughs> and you, but sometimes I actually will wear two unmatched socks. Oh, I can't do it. You see, you're like my mom. My mom is the same way. It'll drive her crazy. So sometimes I actually will wear opposite socks in front of her just to get her just going. to see what she says. And I'm like, it's such a weird thing. Socks, like they're in shoes. No one cares, but it, she's the same way. So I, I know someone in the same boat as you. It gets to me. I don't know. My husband will roll his eyes at me and be like, it's okay. We'll find the sock. And I'm like, I just, it's not like I have like fancy socks or anything either. Where it's like, I can't miss this super expensive sock. It's like, no, I just need them all to match and fold them and put them in a drawer. And wow. That's impressive. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I guess tell tell everyone listening how do we get a hold of you? Let, let us know what is your Instagram? How do we get a how, how do people connect with you? Whether they want to book you for an event or come actually set an appointment with you, how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, so I do all my own social media and everything. It's always me answering. So um, Instagram, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook. I have an email, which is mountain.melds at gmail.com. I have a website, uh, mountainmelds.com. And on there, it has, you know, all the information about me, what permanent jewelry is. I need to update my chain style pictures because I've added new ones since those other pictures on there. But yeah. And on my website, there's a link to my booking. So people can schedule appointments from there, but if, you know, private events or pop-ups, um, direct messaging or email is the best way to get a hold of me there. Yeah. Perfect. Um, last question. Um, I always like to ask people, you know, we're in a day and age where mental health is very important. And I think it's been a fo- finally a focus for a lot of people. Um, and a lot of people are struggling because it's just, it, we are in a weird time, but, um, what is one piece of advice you could give someone that maybe is struggling, um, you know, with their mental health, whether it's a stay at home mom or someone that's working so much, you know, whoever it may be. I think one thing is that it's okay to ask for help. Um, I feel, I mean, I, that's not something I struggle with on the daily basis, but after I had my daughter, I felt like I had that postpartum um, anxiety and depression a little bit harder than when I had my son. And it was really hard for me. Cause you know, you get that. I don't know if everyone can relate to this, but it was like, I just, I feel like I need to do everything myself. And so having two kids like that was really hard for me. And I struggled a lot with it. And just like that mom guilt, like, Oh, is my son getting enough attention now that I have a newborn and all of that. And I, um, have a neighbor that had teenage daughters and I just, one day I just reached out to her. I was like, can one of your daughters just come babysit for me for a few hours? Like I will, I will pay. I just need to get out of the house and just, you know, kind of just reset. And, um, I'm fortunate to have my mother-in-law, my father-in-law in town. And so asking them for help when I need it, I just think that it's, it's okay to ask for help. And whether that be, you know, a babysitter or just a friend to go out and just let loose for a little bit, or if you do need you know, professional help. Like it's okay. And there's so many options now, like listen to a few other podcasts and they get the sponsors for better help. I don't know if you've heard of that one, but you don't even have to leave your house. It's something that's accessible online or wherever. So I think it's okay to ask for help. You don't have to do everything on your own. I agree hundred percent. Well, thank you so very much for yes. joining me today. Thanks for having me on here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.